0: start off by saying, if you have not watched the latest episode of Married at First Sight, you may want to wait to listen to this until after you do, because I'm absolutely positively going to have some spoilers that might upset you, okay? Let's just jump right in to last night's episode, because it was a shit show, for lack of a better word. Um, first of all, the experts, and I say that very loosely based on this season, but I digress. I still like Pastor Cal. I do like them. I just think they all kind of dropped the ball this season, shall we say. But they decided to get everyone together and one by one asked them if they were willing to recommit at this point to these marriages. Now, of course, this has nothing to do with the final decision they all have to make at the end where they decide if they want to stay married or to divorce from this person that they met at the altar. Now, Let's just jump right in to our lost cause, shall we say, Taylor and Brandon. Yeah, I need more coffee for this one. Hold on. We all know that if you're a fan of the show, that Brandon has already filed for divorce from Taylor. It's been all in the tabloids and everything, but that was obviously after the recording of the show. So at this point, we're not supposed to know that as we watch this, but they bring them back together they haven't even seen each other apparently since that little fiasco and she wrote him an apology in a card for her behavior when she made a video out on the street going on and on about how she needs a man who's a good guy she's single she wants him to be at least this tall be good looking be good in bed blah, blah, blah. She even goes on to note that race does not matter as long as he's good and bad. And that's not the way she put it. That's the way I'm going to put it in case any children are around and listening in the background of you what you're doing right now. But the point is they haven't seen each other and they both meet separately with the experts and she's saying that she really wants to be a wife and she's willing to work on it. He's saying he's done. He doesn't really think any of this can be fixed. Ultimately, they both say they'll try. They get together. They sit down. He tells her what he needs. She still really doesn't seem like she's all that sorry about this video where she says she's single and needs a good man. But whatever. He made his mistakes. She made her mistakes. They say they're going to start fresh and move forward how well they're going to do about that. Who knows? Because at this point, I'm not sure if either one of them knew what they were doing when they got into this show. I mean, come on. What do you think? They both got on. He doesn't like cameras in his face. Supposedly, he likes his private life private. She's all upset about how he behaves and acts in certain instances, but she has yet to acknowledge what she did back to him, even though she held him over the fire for quite some time for the way he behaved on their honeymoon. So I'm not sure either one of them is at that point where they're mature enough to be married to anyone, much less each other. But, hey, what do I know? I'm not that young anymore. However, they do agree to work on things, so we'll see. Jessica and Austin, yeah, nothing to say there. As usual, they're all lovey-dovey. They're all into each other. The most we got different was when she actually told the experts that she's a little nervous about telling him that she loves him because she doesn't want to scare him or make him feel like he's being pushed. And they do advise her to go ahead and tell this man how she feels. Yet, when they get alone, she chickens out. She just says something irrelevant, has nothing to do with what she was going to say, and never does so. But, you know, some things it just takes a little more courage to say. Um, Michael and Mika, if you have not seen the memes you will. There are a million little memes going around right now of Michael looking very intently at a damn patch of grass. If you haven't seen the episode, you probably don't get it. If you've seen the episode, you have that, what the, that same expression I think most of us had, because homeboy is sitting there with this damn patch of grass that looks like a plant, and he is, like two inches from it staring at it while he takes a pair of I guess it's grass shears I have no freaking idea and tries to nip at certain little pieces claiming he's trying to make sure that it's all even that crap don't look no but no ways even and because this way when they're in their own home he can grow their grass even dude what person do you see outside cutting their grass with a pair of scissors And who the hell do you see outside staring at their grass at eye level going, "Mm, some of those blades aren't even. I got to fix that. You're insane. And that look on her face. This is one point in the season where I actually understood exactly where homegirl was coming from. Because she's just looking at him like he's crazy as hell. And considering me being someone like her who can't control what my face says, my face would have been even worse. Like I walk in the room and your crazy butt is sitting there staring at some grass and snipping at it, one blade at a time. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I used to know a chick who would clip her hair one strand at a time. At the time, I just thought it was amusing. But grass, one blade at a time? That's just crazy. I'm sorry. And these two still can't figure out what they're doing or how to push forward they're both saying they want to be in this they're both recommitting but she can't even figure out what the hell this boy really does for a job because he lies so much that she has actually asked for his check stuffs and he has yet to produce them because she wants to know what he really does i mean come on he did say he taught yoga and had been doing so for a very long time as one of his side jobs she went to his job and finds out he cleans up the damn building he does not teach yoga And he made some excuse up about it and blah, blah, blah. And I have to admit, last week when he said that when she gave him her anniversary gift for their one month anniversary, Homeboy claims that his gift to her was he had bought them tickets to what was it, Jamaica or Mexico or whatever. I think he said Jamaica. I don't know because I didn't believe him that his his mouth moves sometimes and I immediately say he lying his mouth moves he's lying I think the experts asked her at some point how does she know when he's lying and my mind immediately went to when his mouth starts moving that's not what she said she said something like when he tilts his head to the side or some crap I don't know but that boy lies a lot who lies and says I'm a yoga instructor when you clean the yoga building who lies about what they do for a living or how much they make well dang I guess a lot of men do that but At some point, if you're married to a woman, you know you gotta fess up about what you supposedly do for a living, right? I mean, how long you plan on keeping that a secret and getting away with it and lying? Especially when she wanted to see your check stubs, because if you're claiming you're making a certain amount of money, she's gonna expect to be able to see a certain amount of money coming into that household. But, hey, maybe he's gotten away with his lies so much that... He feels like he doesn't have to be honest anymore. Or maybe he thinks that he's so smart that she would never figure out he's lying. Because me, that whole, I bought your, your gift, I bought tickets, and we're going to go see dolphins. And Okay, let me see your tickets, because I don't believe you. You don't lie so much. I think you're just saying, something to make your gift sound all great when you either A, forgot we had an anniversary and didn't give me a gift, or B, you're just trying to make yourself sound good. And you know that... At this point, since we're not at home, I can't really determine if you're telling the truth or not, since you don't actually have any tickets with you, and if I say I want to see them, then I come off as ungrateful, but I don't believe you. Sorry, dude. And I noticed a lot of people on social media. Yeah, they don't believe Michael either, but whatever. Let him have his little fantasy. Anyway, Katie and Derek, oh my Lord, that is a cluster. They had a whole conversation last night about dreams and what, you know, his dreams were. And he has a lot of dreams and I don't see the problem. Yes, he has a lot of dreams, but a lot of us have a lot of dreams. And her reaction is the reason a lot of us don't express how many dreams we have or what they are. Because she actually decided Him having that many dreams was a problem Like he was immature Like he wasn't ready to be married Because he still had all these dreams Like one thing couldn't equal to the other You can either have dreams Or you can be married and be grown You can't do both Girl, why? Because that is telling people Oh, get married, ball and chain Just sit here and be bored You can't have any dreams no more It's over any dreams you had, forget it. Any bucket list items, you better give up on them because you're married now. You just sit here and look at her. That's it. Are you insane? That's like telling me that because I have all these dreams that I haven't fulfilled, I'm childish and I shouldn't be married. Let my husband know. He might have an opinion about that. But who knows? I was so confused. I really thought she was kidding at first when she was fussing about this. But she turned this into a full-blown argument. Stormed off and everything. They slept in separate rooms and all this crap because the boy has too many dreams. Do you know how many women wish they had men who were goal-oriented? They had dreams. They had vision. They had. I have dated men in the past with absolutely zero vision. And I have always found it more attractive when men have aspirations. They want more out of life. And they encourage me to go after the dreams I have. Because you want to stifle someone? Make them feel like those dreams they have are A, ridiculous, B, impossible, or C, which is the worst, something they should not share with you. Because if we don't feel comfortable talking to this person we're married to about our dreams, guess what we're going to do? We're going to talk to someone else, which is probably going to be that work husband, that work wife, that somebody who is always there, willing to listen, to be that ear, to be that friend. And you know what happens there. One thing leads to another because they're supportive and they're encouraging you. And they're, yeah, we, we all know they're just doing that for one reason. But I digress. There's always that friend in the corner who is waiting to encourage and support and be what you're not being to your spouse. And her telling him he has to, she almost said, choose me or your dreams. Girl, he's known you for five seconds and you want him to give up all the dreams he's had so he can be with you. And then she sat down with the experts and said that he acts like he wants her to be his personal cheerleader and she just can't do that. You do know that's what marriage is to, right? It's not just saying you're married. You're also the first person you want to talk to about everything. You're also that person that encourages and supports them all the time. Even when sometimes they may be wrong, You're going to talk them through it and help them figure it out. You are that cheerleader. And they should be that cheerleader for you. And, you know, the doctors basically told her to fake it till she makes it. I hope she learns. Because you can't tell a man he can't have dreams and be married. You'll have so many men scared to death to get married, it won't even be funny. Lord. Anyway... You know, I had to save the best for last. That old Zack and Mindy fiasco, Lord, I don't even know. First of all, Homeboy threw, caused an argument about some so-called secret that she has that she hasn't told him about. But he won't even tell her what the secret was. He just kept accusing her of lying to him. And he has yet to tell her what he's talking about. And I personally think he only did that to start an argument because he had done so much dirt. I mean, they're married and he has yet to move in with her. Then it comes out that, which it came out last week, but they're still talking about it this week, that he has been in communication with one of her friends that he met at the wedding for some time. Now, they both have two different stories. He's claiming he was talking to this friend and getting advice about how to deal with Mindy and the situation and the problems they're having. The girl, what is that little girl's name? Because she's irrelevant, Lindsay, maybe. I think her name's Lindsay. She's claiming that all of their conversations were not just about them, that he was flirting with her and this, that, and the other, and I don't know. But I did find it very interesting and very convenient that Mindy asked both of them to see the text messages, and somehow conveniently they both have erased all the text message history seriously so you both have two different stories i have no idea why the two of you were communicating in the first place because when the heck did y'all exchange phone numbers was my question he says she reached out to him I, how did you get the phone numbers y'all were at a wedding you met her for two seconds so who hit on who at the, f- at the wedding to get each other's phone numbers in the first place but whatever the experts do call him to tail for the fact that homeboy still ain't moved in with her. And he keeps giving us excuses, and he keeps giving her excuses, including, I go to bed early. Boy, what does that have to do with living with your wife? Come on now. He tried to say because he goes to, work, goes to bed early, he feels like she'll think he's doing that on purpose to get away from her if they live together. Yeah, so you try not to offend her, is what you're saying Oh, because it's not offensive at all that you don't live with her Um, yeah It's not offensive at all that she's your wife And you don't touch that girl, you like fist bump her But, um, yeah And then the experts push her to make some decisions Because honestly, those experts look like they were confused as to why After this whole fiasco about him talking to her friend That she was even willing to give him another chance And she still is and they tell her to set some ultimatums and her ultimatums are things like she wants to know what this lie is that he's saying she did because she doesn't know what he's talking about she wants honesty and transparency from him she wants to see him more off camera huh and she wants him to move in with her yeah okay because, of course, she sits down and she's telling him this and he's telling her OK to everything except when she gets to the whole move in part. And he gives her more excuses and he's still not moving in with her. He's still the most he ended up agreeing to do was come spend the night. And she acted like that was the most exciting. You would have sworn it was Christmas for a child. She was so excited that he showed up with a damn backpack and some overnight clothes. This girl had a drawer already for him and all he had was like three, four pieces of clothes. What are you putting in that drawer? I think she put some socks in there and closed the drawer because he didn't have anything for her to put in there. She bought gifts for the dogs. She was so excited he was coming. And yet and still, after they were all ready for bed, he then lets her know he's sleeping in the other bedroom. Say, what now? What was the point of you bringing your heavy behind over here to spend the night if you're sleeping in the other room? Boy, get out of here. You married her. But you can't stay in the house. You won't sleep in the bed with her. You won't. (sighs) I'm starting to wonder, just like everyone else, what your real reasons were. Was this for a little celebrity? A little fame for whatever little company or modeling gig or whatever you're trying to do? Because you sure as heck don't want to be with this woman. And I'm not trying to be funny, but I saw her friend. So it's not like you can say, oh, she looks so much better. She really does not. But that's not the point. What is it? What is your issue with giving this marriage a chance unless you really didn't want to be married in the first place? I refuse to go down the road of everyone else saying that he's gay. I refuse to do that because I think if that were the case, someone would have come out by now and blasted him just simply because he's in that reality celebrity world right now. But something is up with him, and I don't know what it is. Whew. And just because this is on my mind, has nothing to do with merit at first sight. Floyd Mayweather. That dude confuses me. Apparently, the ex-girlfriend, I hate the term baby mother, the mother of his children that he had been with, um, I think it's close to 10 years on and off, was found in her car there, she had died. They, at this point, they're saying there's no foul play suspected. I don't know about all that. But her name was Josie Harris. She has three children for him? My thing is this. He had been publicly at war with this woman for some time. They were fighting about everything. The children, money, whatever. The life they used to have. Not to mention, there are all these reports of domestic abuse from him, not with just her, but with several other women. He was actually abusive to her, apparently, in front of one of their children, and the child had to sneak out of the house and get someone, security or someone, to call for help. So, I find it very odd, I'm going to use odd, that this woman dies and as of today he has put up a total of 13 posts of pictures of her and oh she was his heart she was his world she was this she was that and hey I don't negate the fact that maybe he is devastated but I'm very confused about why you couldn't give her flowers while she was here Why is it these men keep waiting until these women are completely gone to let them know what they mean to them, if they really mean that much to them, or treating them right while they had the chance? I mean, (laughs) Diddy did the same thing. Let's get it together and remember who these women are and how important they are to you while they're still here. Don't wait until they're gone and then start this whole... Oh, I loved her. She was my world. She was the best thing that ever happened to me. Scenarios. Because now we just don't know if you're serious, if you're really hurt, or what. I'm going to hope and I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you both mean what you're saying, but jury's still out on that one. And before anyone asks, since I do talk a lot about pop culture, yes. I do know what's going on in the world right now. I am not completely oblivious to that. But I am leaving that topic alone in my podcast at this time because I know there are so many people so stressed out and so freaked out that I want to give them something that's a little light, a little amusing, a little entertaining to take their mind off of what is happening right now. We have enough fear. We have enough stress. Let's just come up with some things to give a little lightness to what is already happening, shall we? And hopefully I can get you to laugh. And if not, maybe just a chuckle or a a smile. Come on, y'all. Tough crowd. Anyway, I will be back same time same place next week and of course as always if you want a little more classy and sassy you can catch me on any of my social platforms i'm probably more active on instagram and facebook than i am on twitter but same difference catch them all do them all what have you have a good one